Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Okay, well, good evening, everybody. So good to be with you tonight again, and what a presence of the Lord here. And there's such a well in, in the church. You know, we go, we go to so many places, but the, there's a lot of places uh, that have all the professional stuff, but no presence. But the presence is here. And it's professional, but the presence is here. And the presence of the Lord changes everything. Amen. It's the presence. We need the presence of the Lord. Well, I just sense that there's so many hungry people here tonight. And I'm just excited. We're going to just see God move. We're going to just minister. We're going to pray for people. We're going to trust God for to touch people's bodies. How many of you need a healing in your body? Let me see your hands. All right. So uh, if you weren't here this morning, just to let you know, again, I'm married to one wife. <laughs> I'm from Africa, so we have to clear that up right from the beginning. Our former president had seven or eight, so eight wives. So we have to tell everybody. I'm from Africa. I still have one wife. And uh, she's a very special lady. She, um, I met her when she was in full-time ministry, and she's an evangelist, and she's crazy. She's crazy for Jesus. I mean, she uh, had a ministry into the nightclubs, into the satanic nightclubs. She would go right in there, and she, I mean, I grew up in the church, never been in a nightclub in my life. I thought somebody was going to kill me in there. And she would go, she would just evangelize. And, and I met her because we wanted to train up our young people to evangelize. And uh, so, and I just loved her so much that, um, you, know, they, you know Remington? You know the Remington Shavers? Well, a number of years ago, there used to be an advert in South Africa, at least, on Remington, where I think it was the company owner that got on the screen and he said, I loved it so much. I bought the company. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Well, I loved my wife so much, what she was doing. I just bought the company. <laughs> so, so we've been married over 20 years now, and um, just such a blessing. She really is uh, a powerful woman of God. And uh, we have five kids, and we homeschool. We, she homeschools. She's homeschooled all of our kids. Uh, just incredible. And... I love her very much. So anyway, tonight I want to stir something in your heart. About three years ago, I, um, you know, was just tired. I was tired. I was, I was ministering. We had thousands of people coming to our church. And I was just tired. I was tired of doing the same old thing. And I was just tired of not seeing God move. And we had a minister come to our nation um, that um, actually is in Miami, and that's we were at his conference recently now, and he came to our nation, and and we invested in that conference, and we took a thousand of our leaders to attend the conference, so we bought 500 seats one night, 500 for the next, and we just we gave them as gifts, as an end of year gift to our leaders. We gave everybody a gift to the conference because we wanted to stir something up. And I was sitting on the front row of this conference the one night. I think it was the second night. And it was like an arena and there was 500 leaders right there. And I'm actually a reserved person. 
you know, I'm an introvert. I'm, I, I'm not very outgoing. I had to, you know, learn to, to speak and learn to be confident. I'm really a, a, an introvert. And so we have 500 of our leaders there. And, um, you know, I'm not known for really going crazy at our church and dancing, you know. I leave that to other people. But this night, I just thought, I said, Lord, I am so hungry. I am so thirsty. I said, I am going to jump like I've never jumped before. I'm going to shout like I've never shouted before. And I thought to myself, what about these people there, you know? And I just thought, I don't care what they think. I'm going to go crazy tonight. And I cried out to the Lord like I've never cried out to the Lord. And that night, God broke through for me. Something happened in my life. And the power of God hit me right off my feet. And from then, everything changed in our church. Everything has changed. And God doesn't want the same old usual self. I believe tonight somebody's going to have a breakthrough. I believe tonight there's going to be a breakthrough for somebody in something new. There's going to be a stirring. How many of you are just hungry in your spirit? You're saying, Lord, there must be something. Something has to happen in my life. Something has to happen in my ministry. Something, Lord. I need a touch from heaven. Amen. And so... A number of months ago, I was driving to a town in South Africa, and we came to a, a four-way stop. Like, a, you call it a four-way stop, right? And at this four-way stop, there was a, a, a beggar. And what caught my attention is that it was a white woman. Now, in South Africa, we, have, we do have beggars who are white, but it's unusual. So it caught my attention. But more than that, it was what happened. And is that she came to the vehicle, just one or two in front of me, and she was begging, and somebody put some food in her hand. Couldn't quite tell what it was. It looked like a hamburger or a sandwich or something. And she grabbed the sandwich, and she walked with it like this in her hand. And as she turned, she began to eat this, the sandwich and just put it into her face, and just went into that sandwich like she was just so hungry. And I thought to myself, wow. Here's, you know, there's, there's a look to hunger. Hunger has got no dignity, dignity to it. If you, you know, if you're worried about what, about what people are thinking, you're not hungry. You see, when you're hungry... You're willing to press through. It doesn't matter who's in the crowd. It doesn't matter who's around you. She could have come to this guy and said, you know, I really want that sandwich, but, you know, would you mind just go around the corner and just hide behind the bush there? I'll come get it from you just now. You know, hungry people don't do that. When you go to a, when you see them feeding in Africa, you see people climbing over one another and scrambling to get the food. That's, that's, that's the sight of hunger. Uh, and so when, you, when people are satisfied, there's no hunger. Sometimes we're satisfied with all the wrong things and we're satisfied with, with what's happening in our life and we're satisfied with our business and we're satisfied with, you know, where we're at. And it's just comfortable. And that's where we were at. You know, it was just comfortable. We had all these people coming and everything was fine. And you just get comfortable in God and your hunger goes. But there's, there's a look to hunger and there's a sound in hunger. And I went to the scriptures and I found it and I want to share, share it with you tonight. 
Another reason why people aren't hungry is because they're ill. Have you noticed sick people don't eat? Illness, spiritual illness is, is a sign. Many times a lack of hunger is a sign of spiritual illness. And we need a touch of God to break through for our lives so that we can have that hunger come and the Lord stir something in our hearts. And so it's just so powerful that if we could be hungry tonight, I believe anything is possible when we get hungry. God always responded to hungry people. And tonight I want to take you through a few passages and then we're going to pray. Where you'll see that Jesus responded to hungry people. To people who went to, through uh, extraordinary measures to encounter him. There was something happening in their lives that they would not allow Jesus to pass them by. No matter what was going to happen. So the first story I want to share with you. And just follow with me. It's just four stories. And, and just so powerful. And we're going to look at Luke chapter 8 from verse 40. Luke 8 verse 40. And it says this. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude. Everybody say multitude. That a multitude welcomed him. For they were all waiting for him. Now notice there that there's, every story I'm going to talk to you about, there's a multitude. There's people. And people are waiting. They were waiting obviously for their breakthrough and for a touch. But not everybody was hungry. And so Jesus comes into this atmosphere. And then it says, and behold, there came a man named Jairus. And he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. I believe tonight Jesus is coming to somebody's house in this room. Jesus is coming to your house. Amen. I beg you to come to my house. Now, what is remarkable here? Well, let's just finish the next verse. It says this. For he had an only, only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitude thronged him. So here's a man. He's married. We see that later, that his wife is with him there. And uh, he has an only child. She's 12 years old. I'm assuming they couldn't have any more children. And she's dying. This man's daughter is on her deathbed. But here's the thing, church, is that he was the ruler of the synagogue. I want you to think about that for a second. He was a very religious man. And from what I can understand is that he was, he was probably a wealthy man. He had position and authority. He had esteem in the town. Uh, the, the culture of the time was that if you were the religious leader, you were respected. Everybody knew who you were. Everybody knew your name. You know, this was a totalitarian kind of religion. It was in your government, in your family. Every, every part of your day was part of, of, this, of, of the Jewish religion. And here's a man 
that had such dignity. But something caused him to be hungry. To the point that he was the only one in the crowd on his knees. You see, the multitude were there and they all wanted something. But somebody was hungry and he got onto his knees. He didn't care what people thought about him. He didn't care about his Armani suit as the, the business leader of the community. He didn't care what was going to happen. I mean, just imagine he didn't care about his reputation. Can you just imagine the, you know, the Facebook posts? Jairus on his knees, our religious leader. So embarrassing. <laughs> just think about that. There was another rich man, Zacchaeus. He was so hungry, he climbed up a tree. He was the, like the most wealthiest guy in town. You see, and he had his silk clothes on and he didn't care. He was going to climb up that tree because I want, some, I want to see Jesus. And you know what's so amazing? Jesus came walking by and said, hey, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. And the, and the Bible says the people around him, they were so angry with Jesus. How could he go to the house of a sinner? Because they all wanted him to come to their house. But Jesus found a man that was hungry. Zacchaeus was the only man in the tree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus was saying, there's a hungry man right there. I can see him. I, I, I want to go to your house. Something about you is attracting me to you. Jairus. Jairus. You know, Jairus could have come with all his pride. Maybe with a couple of bodyguards, you know. I'm the leader of the synagogue, Jesus. You know, you and me are equals. Hey, but. <laughs> come on. He could have come with money. I'm going to pay you if you come to my house. But he didn't. He came, he came with hunger. Hunger has an action to it. You know, hungry people, you know, they'll just sit back. Hungry people don't move. When you're hungry, you're willing to climb over a crowd. You've got to get hold of something. I'm hoping somebody's hungry tonight for the presence of God. you got to want Him more than anything in the whole world. He must become your all, your everything. We were created for the presence of God. You know that? We've got to become hungry. Lord, I am going to receive from you tonight. No, I don't care what people think. Jairus, he couldn't, he couldn't care. There was no dignity left. He realized, I'm going to get my little girl healed. And I don't care what people are going to say about me. You know, some people are so dignified, they would rather just let the person just die quietly, have a dignified funeral. <laughs> but not Jairus. And you know what happened? Jesus said, out of this multitude, I'm coming to your house. And so the story progresses and it moves now to a poor woman. Because Jairus' daughter was 12 years old and there was another woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. And Jesus called them both daughter. He said to the woman with the issue of blood, daughter, your faith has made you whole. And when he got to the house of Jairus, he said, daughter, arise. It's the poor and the rich. It doesn't matter who you are. There's no difference in this room. 
in the, in the eyes of the Lord, there's no man that's greater or lesser. Whether we're poor or rich, we all have to get to the feet of Jesus. Every man has to cry out to the Lord. Every heart has to open up. Everyone has to long for him. There's no one that Jesus says, oh, well, you know, I just understand you're, you've got that Armani suit on. Just, you know, don't mess it up. Uh-uh. Doesn't matter who we are. Like that woman had to come and just come into the presence of the Lord. Did you notice something? How when she touched Jesus, Jesus said, something has left me. Power has left me. Why? Hunger draws the power of God. I think it was Peter that said, hey, how can you say who touched us? There's people all around you touching, touching, touching. You see, there's a touch that hasn't got hunger in it. And there's another touch that's full of hunger and it draws the power of God. That's why you can be crying out to the Lord and the person next to you might not receive anything, but you can receive everything. It's hunger. Somebody say hunger for the presence of the Lord. Tonight, I want you to forget about your position and your title and, your, and whether you're rich or poor and forget about what people think about you and forget about, well, you know, I've, I've, never, I've never raised my hands. And Listen, we, when you, if you want Jesus to touch you, you have to go beyond what people are thinking. We have to become like that woman at that four-way stop that just, just take it. Take it. You don't care who's watching you. There's no dignity to hunger in the Bible. Amen? So let's have a look at uh, Mark chapter 10. <coughs> Mark chapter 10 verse 46. And it says this. Now they came to Jericho and Jesus went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. Somebody say multitude. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Throwing aside his garments, he rose and came to Jesus, and Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight. Isn't that powerful? Now just notice there's a, there's a multitude. Everybody's touching Jesus. I can just imagine the noise around him. And there's a man that, that has been along that side of that road for so many years. But I believe he had heard about this Jesus. He heard about Jesus and when somebody said to him, it is Jesus, he said, is this the Jesus that opens the blind eyes? Is this the Jesus that, that healed Uncle Tom's arm? Is this the same Jesus that, that healed, you know, you know, Aunt Susie's ears? Is this the same man I've been hearing about? And there was a hunger on the inside of him because he was saying, I'm tired. I'm tired of living in, on the, in the dust. Can you imagine the dust? 
I didn't have tarmacs. He was sitting in the dust every single day, hoping for something. He said, I'm tired of being in the dust. I'm tired of not being able to work. I'm tired of not having a family. I am hungry. I am the most hungry person on this street right now. And he began to cry out. And do you know what the word cry means? It means to scream. It means to call aloud. It actually means to shriek. It's the cry of a raven. Do you have, a raven? Do you have ravens? Do you, do you have like, um, what do you call those birds we have? A crow. Do you have crows? So, listen, uh, you get different kinds of birds, right? You get different kinds of birds. You get, um, you get what they call a songbird. You know, you wake up in the, in the morning and a beautiful, beautiful song. And it's singing. And you just love that song. And then you get a crow. <laughs> you want to shoot that thing in the morning? Because it's got such a horrible screak and a sound. Well, that is what blind Bartimaeus sounded like. He was making a noise. It was so terrible that the people warned him. Do you know what it means? The word warns means? It means this. They rebuked him. They forbid him. They admonished him. And I think what they were saying is, Bartimaeus, keep quiet. You are embarrassing our church right now. You are too noisy. We don't want you in this place. You are too radical. You are too loud. We don't want hungry people around here. You're embarrassing us. Keep quiet. And you know what he did? He says he went louder. He didn't care what they thought. He just said, I'm going to, he was screaming. They rebuked him. He went even, he went to the next key up. He went from, you know, A, B, C to D. And he just said, I'm going higher. And guess what happened? Jesus stopped. He said, I hear hunger. It stopped Jesus in his tracks. The Lord will climb over a thousand people to get to you. Stopped in his tracks. He said, bring me that man. And I, lo I love Jesus, you know. <laughs> I just imagine. Bartimaeus is coming. And Jesus says, what do you want? <laughs> you see, because when you're hungry, anything is possible. Whatever you ask for, it shall be done. Hunger, the Lord will answer. He was just saying, whatever you need, it's going to be done. He says, I can see that you're blind, but there's hunger inside of you. What do you want? How many of you have a need that needs to be answered? Let me see your hands. You have a need, something you trust in God for. Well, hunger attracts the power and the presence of God. Amen. Faith has a sound. Hunger has a sound. It has a cry. Cannot be ashamed tonight when we begin to cry out to the Lord. We cannot be ashamed we have to become as children and cry out to the Lord. It attracts him. The Lord, you know, the Lord is not moved by passive tears. The Lord is not moved by need. The Lord is moved by hunger. 
He's moved by somebody that's saying, I will not let you go. I will hold on to you until you bless me. Even if I have to fight with you the whole night, I'm not going to let you go. You will bless me tonight in Jesus' name. Amen, somebody. God has to move in our lives. Hallelujah. Luke 17, verse 11. Just a couple more and we're done. Luke 17, verse 11. Now it happened as Jesus went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then he entered a certain village and there met him ten men who were leprous, who stood afar off. I love this. You know why? Because leprous couldn't get close to people. You know, when lepers walked in the town, they had to even make a sound. You know, a leper coming and get out of the way. That was the law. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourself to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them came back and glorified God, and God made him whole. Amen. So what, what was the key here? was that they lifted their voices to the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on us. They wouldn't let him by. They wouldn't let him by. That is the sound of hunger. There's a look to hunger. There's a sound to hunger. There's the cry of hunger. They wouldn't let him by. And so Jesus comes and they... They stood there with no pride, nothing in their lives, far from God. You notice how they stood at a distance, far from God. But I want to say this to you. You might feel that you're far from God tonight, but you're never too far for a miracle. You're never too far from a, for a miracle. You might say, Lord, I don't deserve you to touch. Where's, there, where's that keyboard player? Could he go back? You might say, Lord, I'm not too, I'm not too, uh, I'm too far from you, Lord. I've, I've sinned against you, Lord. You might be feeling far from God tonight, but I want to say this to you. You're never too far for a miracle. When you cry to the Lord, he will breach that gap. He will get to you. He will touch you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, those who love his name, I love this in Psalm, in Psalms 119, somewhere, 133, somewhere, I love this, it says this, um, the Lord looks upon and has mercy upon those who love his name. But it actually says this, it is, it's, uh, it is his custom. <laughs> it's the custom of the Lord. Have you ever read that? Maybe I'll find it for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a good God we serve. Amen. Psalm 119 verse 132. It says this. Look upon me and be merciful to me as your custom is toward those who love your name. Do you know what a custom is? Uh, a custom is like Thanksgiving. You know why they have all those movies about Thanksgiving? Because it's a custom. People go through the snow. They have those movies. You get through every trial, but you, you just make it in time for Thanksgiving service. Why? It's, it's our custom. Well, it's the custom of the Lord 
to be merciful to those who love his name. Jesus, have mercy upon me. It's his custom to come and say, I'm going to bless you. I will be merciful to you. Doesn't matter who you are tonight. The presence of the Lord is here to heal. The presence of the Lord is here to deliver. Amen. I sense tonight that the Lord is going to just um, awaken our spirits. There's going to be an impartation of fire on the inside in Jesus' name. There's going to be an impartation of light and power in our lives. And, and fresh hunger in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we love him. We love the Lord. How many of you are just hungry for something from the Lord tonight? Amen. You're willing to say, Lord, I don't care what people think. I don't care what people say. I want the presence of Almighty God upon my life. Amen. You know, the Lord is able. The Lord is able. We've seen God touch so many people. My own wife actually almost died. And God touched her. But one of the things that caused this illness was was migraines migraines and she was on terrible medication they they gave her stuff that was for um you know schizophrenic people and it altered her personality terrible it was costing us a lot of money like two hundred dollars a month and once one sunday a man of god came in and he just began to prophesy over her and so she didn't tell me anything but the next morning, I just turned to her and I said, sweetie, how you feel today? And she said, oh, I feel wonderful. And then she said, and I've stopped my medication. I said, what? Because the doctor told her. She said, you can't stop. You have to wean yourself off. And you know what she told me? She said, last, she said yesterday, she said, the power of God, when that man prophesied, the power of God went right through my head. I felt the heat go right through my head. And she said, I stopped my medication. So I said, well, I'm going to trust God with you. And she went through three days shaking and shivering like a drug addict, you know, getting off the stuff. And she hasn't been on ever since, since that time. I think it's like three years now. You know, Jesus wants to touch and restore. There's nothing impossible for him. Nothing impossible for him. We've seen people get hungry. We've seen, we've seen people's lives restored. Marriages, contracts in the presence of God. There was a, there was a woman in our church. I love this story. Um, in our culture, men are quite, you know, in the African culture, men are dominating and, and women, you know, just have to kind of just listen and be quiet. But this woman had lost a... Uh, so in, in dollars, it was like a $100,000 contract a month. They left the company. They left her company and went somewhere else. And so she puts up her hand and she begins to cry out to the Lord that God would bring this company back. And she testifies, you know, when she raised her hand, her husband turned to her and said, what's wrong with you now? You know, that was just funny in our context. I can just see the man just thinking, what are you, why are you doing that? You know, why are you raising your hand? You're embarrassing me here. You know, but she cried out to the Lord. And it just happened that that Monday, 
I went to her company because she gives us a special discount and we went to buy something there and she told, told me the story. She said, last night I put my hand up and I trusted God and my husband looked at me like this in a funny way and I'm just trusting the Lord. She says, well, this morning I got a call from that man and he said, are you still willing to talk? And by Wednesday, she had the contract back. Now you might say, that's just like, you know, a lottery. That was just, you know, we have lucky packets. I don't know, we call it a lucky packet. But um, I believe in a God who answers prayer. Amen. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.